Welcome to the How Do I Become a Christian podcast, brought to you by David Makarath, where we consider a small piece of the Bible and ask, what does it tell us about God's way of salvation? This is done with a desire to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Our text today is Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5 and verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit are words that are very familiar to us. We've often heard these, and yet how often they've been misrepresented. I should point out that we are at the start here of the Sermon on the Mount, and at the start of the Sermon on the Mount, we're also at the start of those short sayings of the Lord Jesus Christ, also commonly known or called the Beatitudes. And this is the first of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, this verse has often been misrepresented. I have heard it preached as, blessed are the poor. There are indeed many poor people in the world. There are indeed many people in this world who do not have more than the basic or minimum needs in order to survive. Now, most certainly they are poor. And uh, there are many in this world who are exceedingly rich. Their numbers are not as great as the numbers of the poor. And in between those two situations most of us will live but this passage of the Lord Jesus Christ isn't talking about physical or um, human poverty as such material poverty it's talking about spiritual poverty the Lord Jesus is enabling us to lift our eyes up and look beyond our personal circumstances whatever our background when it comes to salvation we're all poor when it comes to salvation we're all in filthy rags When it comes to our standing before God because of our sin, we're all destitute. Many don't realize that. Many would say something like, because I am rich and have need of nothing. That's taken from the book of Revelation. Because I am rich, I have need of nothing and do not know that we are blind and pitiful and naked spiritually. Well, Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit. This is not some kind of communist manifesto which says that we should all be poor and that salvation is through poverty. Neither riches nor poverty can save us from our sins. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can save us from our sins. To be poor in spirit is to recognize that we are spiritually destitute before Almighty God. To recognize that we are in filthy rags because of our sins to recognize that we have nothing that can please God in and of ourselves, to recognize that we are powerless and helpless and without strength to save ourselves. A man may be very rich in this world. He may have any number of houses and cars and so on. And yet he may be destitute spiritually. In fact, he probably is. It's not that a rich person can't be saved, is that few are saved. If a man is saved, he is called upon to hand his whole life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. The things of this world become dim, they become dull. There's no amount of riches in this world that can compare to the treasure of knowing the Lord Jesus Christ as our Saviour. A man may be poor, and yet he is richer than a king because he knows Jesus Christ and he has found the Lord Jesus Christ to be his saviour. 
So to be poor in spirit, first of all, means to um, have an accurate understanding of ourselves, to abase ourselves, to recognize that there's nothing good in us. There's nothing that will please God. That will offend some people. They'll say, oh, don't say nothing. Surely something in my life, something in my heart is pleasing to God. Well, the first and greatest commandment is that we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind and with all our strength. Have you ever loved God like that? Have you ever done anything in your life in which you loved the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and with all your strength? Now, the answer is clearly no. None of us have. Only the Lord Jesus Christ loved God like that. We need to recognize that we have nothing that we can present. We have nothing that we can present to God, nothing that we can bring to God, nothing that is worthy, nothing that is pleasing, nothing is acceptable. To be poor in spirit, first of all, means that we abase ourselves, that we recognize our filthy rags for what they are. We recognize that we are bankrupt spiritually. We recognize that we are not holy before God. We recognize that we have nothing with which to please God, nothing that could um, purchase our salvation, nothing that could enable us to find mercy. And to be poor in spirit means that we humble ourselves before God, that we acknowledge that God is just, righteous and holy, and that we are wrong. No grumbling against God, no blaming God for our sins or blaming anyone else, no complaining about God's judgment, no no. Um, arguing with God about the way he deals with us as sinners. To be poor in spirit means that we recognize that we must stand before God in our rags and that our rags are filthy, our best works are self-righteous. To be poor in spirit means we abase ourselves, we recognize our sins, we recognize our bankruptcy spiritually and we humble ourselves before God. Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Now, this means that if we are going to be saved, if we are poor in spirit and we're going to inherit the kingdom of God, we must look to Jesus Christ alone. Those who are poor in spirit are those who also, like a drowning man, take hold of, a, of the edge of a life raft or take hold of a life buoy. In desperation, we take hold of the Lord Jesus Christ. Looking away from ourselves, we are confident that Jesus Christ can forgive our sins, that he can do what we cannot do. He can please God. And he can please God on our behalf. That's who the Lord Jesus Christ is. And he is alive today on the throne of heaven today and powerful today. When we are poor in spirit, we lay hold of the Lord Jesus Christ by faith, but we forsake any hope in our own works we desist on trusting in our religion to save us there are so many who are trusting in religious services and ceremonies and sacrifices and so on we desist from trusting in religion to save us we look to a living savior the lord jesus christ and we look to jesus christ alone in Jesus' day, there were the scribes and the Pharisees. They were very sure that they were God's people, that they were God's rulers, that they were right, and that God's first port of call would be to, with them. 
But the Lord Jesus was an offence to them. They hated the Lord Jesus Christ. And they were so sure of their own righteousness that Jesus called them sepulchres, tombs, whited sepulchres, nice on the outside, inside full of dead men's bones, trusting in themselves. To be poor in spirit means we cannot trust in ourselves. We must trust in Jesus Christ. The scribes and the Pharisees had done everything that they thought they had to do to please God, yet they were full of dead men's bones. They were blind leaders of the blind who would fall into a ditch and those who follow them would fall into a ditch. We must stop trusting in ourselves. We must stop looking to ourselves. We must stop trying to please God by our own works and cast ourselves upon the Lord Jesus Christ who died, whose blood was shed, whose body was broken so that we might find the salvation that comes from God. Do you know Jesus Christ? Have you found him? Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen.